trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. If you like grain markets and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Thank you for joining me. It is Thursday, July 23rd. As I speak here at about mid-morning, we've got a mixed trade in the grain market. Soybean futures acting well. That August bean contract, the uh, spot month contract, is sitting right at some multi-month highs. So looking a little bit better there. The corn market still continues to struggle. Thanks for coming back and listening. Uh, if you have not subscribed, make sure you, you download a podcast app. If you don't have one, hit that subscribe button and uh, make sure you are made aware when new content is available. If you haven't left me a review on Apple in particular, I could use some more. Really appreciate all the feedback, which has been overwhelmingly positive. Thank you again for listening. Uh, I can't emphasize that enough. I've got a uh, busy weekend planned. I've got to drive to Chicago and uh, I'm going to haul a mule from Illinois down to Tennessee. Uh, my dad is a is a mule rider, and uh, he has a mule that we need to transport. My parents are moving from Chicago to Tennessee next week, and uh, we've got to get the mule down, and we've got to get my dad's uh, boat down. Dad was a Chicago cop for 39 years from, I think, 1972 up to 2011. But anyways, in those early days, uh, in the early early to mid 70s, uh, before I was around and before he was married, uh, he raced horses and he owned a handful of, of horses. They were harness horses. And, uh, you know, being a, a police officer, they have these oddball schedules where they have a lot of nights off and a lot of weekends off. Well, on his nights and weekends, he would um, hitch up the horse trailer and drive to Ohio or Kentucky or wherever there were races and, and he would race horses and he actually was the trainer and he actually drove the horses and in harness horse harness racing they've got the buggy you know with the two wheels that goes behind he used to sit in the buggy and and ride the horses and then he'd drive back to Chicago and then um you know put the put the police uniform on and go back to work but uh, anyway so he's riding and I'm going to be in the amateur mule hauling business uh this weekend i think they're going to pay me with maybe some pizza or something but uh anyways i've got that i've got t-ball practice tonight before i head out tomorrow um so it will be kind of a busy weekend i wanted to have this conversation about news today because i think news headlines it's extremely interesting to me because it it can have a profound impact on the market but i think that there is a, a way to use the news to your benefit, and I think there is a way that the news can hurt you as a grain marketer. And I'm going to try to give you uh, some examples, and I'm going to try to explain to you the way that I like to use the news uh, in regard to marketing. You know, every day you are bombarded with news, whether it be the latest in the U.S.-China trade debacle or whatever Trump had to say about China or farmers or uh, export sales, USDA reports, uh, what's happening with the coronavirus, are people driving again, What's what impact on ethanol, what's the weather doing? Uh, that's a constant one that you'll see every day of your life, uh, weather, weather, weather. So you're, you are constantly bombarded the, 
by this stuff and it can become overwhelming and exhausting especially this day and age with social media and and the way everybody is is just wired in constantly it can really become exhausting and i think that you've got to learn how to navigate the news uh and and use it in in some instances uh to your advantage Typically with any news, and, and this goes for news regarding the grain markets too, there's always some sort of spin on the news. And and never has this been more evident than in the last five years or so uh, when it comes to just news in general. You know, you've got your cable news stations, which are either one way or the other, and there's no such thing as in between. And and news when it comes to markets is is kind of like that. It seems like just about every headline, you know, nine out of ten headlines when it comes to corn or soybeans or, or wheat they have a bullish spin or a bearish spin. Like today, for example, we had some really great export sales numbers. Uh, whenever you see that reported on TV or in print uh, or on the radio, it's going to have a bullish spin to it. Um, on the flip side of that, you know, we've had some some weather recently that's been mostly benign or favorable for the corn belt and for the corn crop, and that has kind of a bearish spin to it. So in most situations, the news that you see is going to have a spin to it, whether it be bullish or bearish. Or in the case of cable news, are you are you liberal or conservative? I guess is is kind of the way. There's 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 not much in between. And in either case, it kind of seems like I like to categorize the news in in two different categories. It's going to fall in one of two categories when it comes to the markets and these grain markets in particular. The first category would be old news. Um, old news is something that's already priced into the market, already factored into the market. Um, Export sales, the weekly export sales report on Thursday morning. That is old news, in my opinion. Why is it old news? Well, so the government reports everything that happened the prior week on on Thursday morning, right? Uh, But there are are people in the grain business, merchandisers and, and big commercials, who actually did the business long before it was reported by USDA. So most of the time, that export sales report on Thursday morning, even if it's really good or really bad, it doesn't move the market a whole lot because there are people who already have a general idea as to as to what happened in that uh, big commercial grain market uh, the week prior. That's that's a, a really good example. I would say that other uh, issues like like say chronic issues regarding demand can a lot of times fall into that old news category. You know, demand for um, for corn via ethanol has been soft because of the virus. That's kind of halfway falls into the old news category in that, yeah, we've known about it for months and it is constantly changing. But but the fact that we've lost a whole bunch of demand for corn via ethanol is not fresh news by any means. I would argue that a lot of things oftentimes in USDA reports are old news. One example would be this most recent report that we had a couple weeks ago. You know, we saw that June acreage report where USDA lowered the, the corn acreage number. And then we saw a big shift in ending stocks in that report that came out 10 days later. That report that came out 10 days later was very largely priced into the market, even though you saw, what, a 700 million bushel difference in the carryout projection for corn. So there are are some instances in these USDA reports that the trade is already aware that a change is coming and it's already been figured into the market. And that's what we saw in that July report. Now, the other category that I put the news in, sorry, there's some, it's storming outside. If you hear some thunder and, and uh, lightning, I apologize. Uh, the, the second category would be new news or fresh news. And this is stuff that really has the ability to move a market, really has the ability to be a game changer. Um, a couple examples of new news or fresh news, uh, that big acreage cut that we saw on June 30th. 
when they took corn acreage from 97 down to 92. That was fresh news. Uh, there were no insiders that were aware of it. The commercials didn't know about it. Um, that was a big surprise, and it had a material or a tangible impact on the corn market immediately. We rallied immediately on that news. Um, when China put the tariff on beans a couple of years ago, uh, when China put the tariff on U.S. beans, when this trade war was getting going, that was fresh news. And it caused the soybean market to sell off immediately. It, it was uh, there were uh, material consequences to that news in the marketplace. I would say that the, the coronavirus, when it came in the U.S., it, it wasn't as immediate because it was it was the shutdowns and, and the slowdown in driving was kind of slow to occur relative to like a USDA report. It happened over the course of a few weeks that we knew that everything was going to be shut down and nobody was going to be driving to work anymore. But that was fresh news, I think, when that happened. It it, it had a material impact on the market. I would say every so often the, the changes in the weather models can be considered fresh news or new news. Um, and it only happens a few times a year where you'll get a shift in a weather model. And uh, it'll have a material impact on prices. And we saw that a little bit uh, in early July where we had some hot and dry weather in the forecast and it didn't last real long. But that had an impact on the market, certainly. And we've had other years uh, in the past where uh, a shift in the weather model could have a, a much bigger impact. So you've got kind of the idea here. How There's there's a couple different types of news. There, there's one type that can really be a game changer, can really have a material impact on prices. There's a second type that's just a lot of this stuff is just old news by the time it's printed or by the time you read it or hear about it. And uh, I like to try to sort things into those two categories. It helps me out a little bit. So how do you use the news to your benefit? Um, for a lot of people, it would probably be best that news would be completely ignored. Um, I think, to be perfectly honest, there are a lot of people who would be better at grain marketing if they never heard or saw one headline the entire year and they just looked at price and said, okay, the price is up. I'm going to sell when it's high and the price is down. I'm, I'm going to just sit on my hands and not do much when it's low, right? I mean, that would be maybe a little bit easier to do, to be honest, if you weren't bombarded with headlines every day. The problem is that the news gets in your head and you start to hear, uh, and we haven't seen a lot of this recently, but you start to hear bullish news and it makes you bullish. You start to hear bearish news and it makes you bearish. And that can be a problem because it can affect your decision making. So how do I like to use news uh, when it comes to grain marketing? When the news is bearish, when the news is bearish, don't get bearish. When the news is bearish, don't get bearish. That's typically a time, and, and, and it doesn't mean that the market won't go lower or can't move lower on bearish news because it can and, and it will in many cases. But that is not the time to make your grain sales, typically. That's typically not the time to make your grain sales when you're starting to see a whole bunch of bearish headlines hit the news wires and hit the TV and uh, the websites. That's, that's typically a time to avoid sales, uh, maybe look at basis if you can, maybe look at spreads and see if, if the carry is, is offering you something to work with. But in terms of a flat price sale, when the news is very, very bearish and when attitudes are very, very bearish, um, and this, a lot of this comes back to sentiment, which of course is, is kind of intertwined and it's one of the most interesting things to me when it comes to markets. When everything is bearish, the headlines are bearish, people are bearish, the talk is bearish, the market's down. As a, as a grain marketer, when it comes to flat price, the futures prices, uh, that's typically a time to avoid sales. 
The fun stuff comes when news gets bullish and everyone gets bullish. That's when I get excited uh, as a grain marketer. That's when I know that my best opportunities to market grain, flat price, that the futures portion of this are going to occur. Marketing opportunities, your best marketing opportunities are always going to be accompanied by bullish news. Always like 100% of the time. There's very rarely going to be uh, a a situation in which your best marketing opportunity comes when bearish news is occurring. Um, As as some of the traders on the floor uh, or or some of the uh, old timers like to tell me or have told me in the past, uh, they don't ring a bell when the top is in. The, The news is going to be bullish when the tops are printed. That's that's the way that it's going to work always. So you want to be making your sales, your flat price sales or buying your put options, whatever whatever vehicle you're going to use to hedge futures prices, whether it just be the cash sale, which is totally fine, or a hedge to arrive contract, futures contract, buy put option, whatever. You typically want to be doing that when we see the bullish headlines, when uh when something positive happens. And I do understand, don't don't get mad at me. I understand that we've had uh, a lack of these sort of bullish items here over the last several months. And in fact, it's, it's been probably the longest streak I've ever seen without a, a real streak of, of bullish headlines. I mean, we had that five or six day rally in the corn market back in early July, but that was about it. So I, I do understand that this year has been kind of odd, but typically, generally speaking, uh, over the course of my career, um, these these very good or premium marketing opportunities have almost always been accompanied by bullish news, friendly news, positive sentiment. So as a marketer, what do you need to look for? You need to look for uh, the talk being friendly, the news, the headlines specifically, whether it's on TV or in uh, the newspaper or on the internet. You need to look for bullish talk and bullish headlines corresponding with higher prices. And those are going to be your opportunities. You really want to avoid sales when the news is is super bearish, if at all possible. And it's not, it's not always possible. This isn't easy. I know that sometimes I probably um, come on here and, I, and I'll tell you stuff like this and I'm in and it I oversimplify it and make it sound easy. It's not easy. This is incredibly difficult. Uh, people go their entire lives and they never master it. Nobody's ever mastered grain marketing. But um, I think that those basic principles, knowing that the best marketing opportunities are almost always going to be accompanied by bullish news, uh, that is is something to keep in your back pocket and something to be aware of. What I don't want you to do, what you've got to avoid, is being sucked in by the bullish news. Um, and, and that happens every year. Uh, farmers get sucked in and they don't want to make sales because they, they think it's going higher and the talk is friendly and nobody's bearish. You really got to start thinking for yourself a little bit. You got to kind of stray away from the crowd. You know, you follow the crowd, you never get any further than the crowd. Our goal here is, is to be above average grain marketers. We don't want to be average grain marketers. We want to be above average. We're always seeking to improve. We're always seeking to figure out what we did wrong and how to improve on it the following year. So I, I hope that that helps you out a little bit. And and is this is this rocket science? Did I just tell you anything that's that's like a massive revelation in, in grain marketing? No, I didn't. But I think it's important to remind you of it because uh, I see people get sucked in every year and I don't want you to be one of those people that gets sucked in. 
Hope everybody has a great weekend. Um, I'll be back with my morning comments tomorrow. And then, like I said, I'm, I'm hauling mules this weekend. Um, if you are interested in what I do, go to standardgrain.com and click on grain marketing plan. Uh, check out my subscription service for $49 a month. Uh, you'll be made aware of when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Uh, you don't need a futures or options account. Um, I'm not going to try to sell you anything extra. There's no additional fees. There's no acreage fees or consulting fees or anything like that. At 49 bucks a month, you get an email every morning at 630 Central. You get a couple text messages during the day, and that's it. You can cancel it at any time. Uh, certainly check that out if, if you're having some trouble or you're looking to make that next step. You're seeking a little bit of improvement. Um, I believe I can help you out there. Uh, everybody have a good weekend. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.